This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Death row inmate Kenneth Eugene Smith was pronounced dead at 8.25 p.m. Thursday night by the state of Alabama following the first ever use of nitrogen hypoxia in a state execution. The petition to the U.S. Supreme Court by Smith's attorney was denied just before 7 p.m. that same day. That same night, the state of Alabama proceeded to use a full face mask with attached air respirator to administer the nitrogen gas to Smith, causing him first to pass out and then all of his vital organs to shut down. Governor Ivey released confirmation of Smith's death, saying that after more than 30 years of gaming the system, Smith has finally answered for his horrendous crime of brutally taking the life of 45-year-old Elizabeth Sennett in March of 1988. The governor also said she prays that the Senate family can receive closure after all these years of dealing with a great loss. Speaking of Governor Ivey, she is also coming out in support of the state of Texas as Texas National Guardsmen are squaring off with Border Patrol agents who are being told by the Biden administration to remove razor wire at the border. Ivy says she supports Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who is refusing to allow that razor wire to be removed and has even ordered more to be put down in order to stop the illegal crossings at Eagle Pass. Ivy says Texas is stepping up to a president who has been purposefully absent in dealing with the border crisis and that Texas can count on the state of Alabama to have their back. This past October, Ivy sent 275 Alabama National Guardsmen to assist Texas at the border. Both U.S. Senators for Alabama, Katie Britt and Tommy Tuberville, are opposed to a recent proposal from the Biden administration on fuel economy for automakers. The corporate average fuel economy standards, known as CAFE standards, are seeking to increase the mass production of electric vehicles and to eliminate gas-powered cars and trucks. Both Tuberville and Britt joined other lawmakers in calling for the National Highway Safety and Transportation Administration to reject the proposal from Biden, saying that electric vehicles are not a practical option for most Americans. They also said this is yet another attempt by Joe Biden to restrict consumer choice, harm U.S. businesses, degrade national energy security, and impose a climate agenda on American families. A debate that was held last night between two Republicans in Daphne is now available on video at the 1890 News website. The debate was held between Congressman Barry Moore and Jerry Carl. Both congressmen are now vying for the same seat and to be the Republican candidate in the primary election for Congressional District 1. Topics like immigration, foreign policy, the economy, racism in America, and social issues were discussed during that debate. A written breakdown of the debate can also be found at 1890news.com. Robert Kennedy Jr. spoke in Tuscaloosa at the University of Alabama this week. Kennedy is no longer within the Democratic Party where he started his presidential campaign. He has now gone independent. RFK Jr. revealed during that speech that he actually lived in Birmingham and Lowndes County decades ago as he worked as a legal advocate for the Waterkeepers Alliance. RFK Jr. expressed concerns about agriculture, housing, and the economy of the U.S., and he also mentioned the role of the World Economic Forum during his speech, as well as BlackRock, Larry Fink, the meeting in Davos, Switzerland last week by a bunch of global elitists, and Klaus Schwab of the WEF. He also referred to Klaus Schwab and his plan for humanity that people will own nothing and be happy. 
Good news out of Madison. A baby girl has been surrendered to the safe haven baby box at Fire Station 1. That box was installed and operational less than 14 days ago. State Representative Donna Givens sponsored the bill last year that would require these baby boxes to be placed across the state in order to help women who are unable to care for their newborn baby. Givens estimates that the baby surrendered is about 12 days old, so it was born on the day that that baby box ribbon-cutting ceremony occurred. Givens says this brings her to tears to think that this baby is now in a safe place and will be adopted by loving parents. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news... Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is backing off of his support for a border deal that has been negotiated in Congress of late. Other senators are telling media outlets like The Hill that this week at a GOP conference meeting behind closed doors, McConnell admitted that the process has become more politically difficult than he thought it would be, especially in light of where the Republican presidential primaries are headed in renominating Trump and that Trump has strong opinions on how the border crisis should be handled. McConnell is quoted as saying that since Trump is likely the GOP nominee, the Republican Party should not do anything to undermine him. McConnell's sudden change in heart also comes after his own GOP senators accused him of focusing more on protecting the borders of Ukraine than that of the U.S. Just last week, Trump blasted the whole deal on Truth Social, saying that it should not go forward unless the GOP leadership in the House and Senate get everything that they want and need to shut down the invasion that is occurring at the southern border. House Speaker Mike Johnson has already rejected the drafted package that was created over in the Senate. Speaking of the border, there are now 25 state governors who are coming out in support of Texas for refusing to back down and let the federal government come in and remove razor wire and barriers at the U.S.-Mexico border. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has deployed 30 miles of razor wire near Eagle Pass, Texas, despite the ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court that granted an emergency petition from the Biden administration, which is somehow claiming that removing razor wire is necessary for Border Patrol to secure the border from illegal crossings. Abbott went on Fox News to explain the constitutional rights that he is standing under when it comes to securing the border in his state. When the states voted to uh, create the United States and have a constitution, uh, included in that agreement was the compact that the federal government would take care of the states. And Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution speaks to that and and says that uh, if the federal government does not take care of the states and the states are in danger, we can ask the federal government to live up to its obligation. Then the authors of the Constitution knew there would be times when the federal government would not live up to its duty. And so they empowered states in Article 1, Section 10, the right of self-defense. And what Texas is asserting is our Article 1, Section 10 right of self-defense because the President of the United States is not fulfilling his duty to enforce the laws passed by Congress that deny illegal entry into the United States. A former member of the Trump administration, Peter Navarro, has been sentenced to four months in prison for contempt of Congress charges in that he did not cooperate with the House January 6th Select Committee and respond to a subpoena. White House advisor Steve Bannon was also sentenced to four months in prison for the same thing. Both Bannon and Navarro are appealing and have yet to be sent to prison as they appeal. Two big-time donors for Nikki Haley's presidential primary campaign are saying that they're calling it quits with her. Reid Hoffman first came on board with Haley's campaign by reasoning that she would be able to stop Trump and that America could survive a Haley presidency even if it was not as good as what Joe Biden is currently doing as president. So let that sink in. 
Hoffman thinks that Biden's doing a good job. And Andy Sabin, who has contributed millions of dollars to various Republican campaigns and also Haley's, is calling on Haley to get out before the South Carolina primary. He spoke about it on Fox News. There's absolutely no upside to her going to South Carolina. And there's a tremendous downside. She's down by 31 points now, and that's the last I heard, in South Carolina. She's got two senators and a governor supporting Trump. But do you think yeah. that, that, you know, there's any value at all to staying in a race? Uh, it, it might be Donald Trump's to lose, but she could give him a run for his money and she could test his mettle and all benefit. Look, Neil, there's no upside. She's surrounded by consultants and staff, they don't want to lose their paychecks. So they tell Nikki Haley what she wants to hear, not what she should hear. And what she should hear, there's no viable path to continue. You can only harm yourself by going to South Carolina and losing by 30 plus points in your home state. It's political suicide. And despite the Republican National Committee making moves to declare Trump the presumptive nominee in the presidential primary, Trump has taken to his Truth Social account on Thursday night to encourage the RNC not to do so, but to let him win the title the old-fashioned way by completing the primary process and winning at the ballot box. Trump said it's in the best interest of party unity for him to do so. James O'Keefe and his undercover investigations through the O'Keefe Media Group is now releasing video that confirms even further what former North Carolina Congressman Madison Cawthorn said last year before he was ousted in a primary in 2022. Here is a reminder of what Cawthorn said when he was on the Warrior Poet Society podcast. The sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, I mean, it, being kind of a young guy in Washington with the average age of probably 60 or 70, and I look at all these people, a lot of them that I, you know, I've looked up to through my life, I've always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, it, then all of a sudden you get invited to, like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get-together at one of our homes, you should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. And then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Now James O'Keefe has caught up with an intern working for a Republican congressman from Arkansas. Titus Warren is a Capitol Hill intern who somehow did not recognize James O'Keefe at all when he met up with him and had dinner and spilled the beans on all of the sex parties, blackmail, and leverage going on among Congress members. A lot of, a lot of um, people, you know, get brought, like, couples to come in, and um, the couples will start making out with other couples, and men and men, and women and women, and it's a whole big ordeal. Um... Alcohol is a part of this. We reached out to Madison Cawthorn and got his reaction. Well, I mean, I've never been to a, a party like this. I've been invited to them. My instant reaction to that is, you know, especially the blackmail piece that it seemed like the uh, this individual was talking about in this piece. Um, you know, that's something that I experienced firsthand. You know, as soon as uh, it, it's kind of a latent threat, it's kind of just an understood thing in Washington. It's not something that's ever really... Um, said to you, but it's it's well known that, you know, people can always have leverage points on you. As we head into the weekend, I want to leave you with this latest revelation from Carrie Lake of Arizona. 
Lake is running in the GOP primary for the U.S. Senate seat in that state, and she recently released audio of a conversation she had with Jeff DeWitt, the now former chairman of the Arizona Republican Party. He recently resigned. DeWitt was acting as an intermediary and was offering Lake a bribe from unnamed entities in Washington, D.C., who did not want Lake to enter the Senate primary and run for the Senate. Lake, however, refused the offer. And she has since gone on the Megyn Kelly show, revealing that the conversation happened a year ago and only now has she gone public with it. It was so surreal. And I was in a hurry because I was finishing up my book and I was getting ready to pack for CPAC where I was going to go and be a, a keynote speaker there. And so I shooed him out of the house and I got on the plane later on um, and I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about at CPAC. And, you know, many times during this conversation, he said, this conversation never happened. Don't talk about it. Don't say anything about it. And I said, I have to say something about this. So I changed my speech the next day at CPAC and I brought this up immediately. So I've been Mm -hmm. talking about this conversation for 11 full months. I didn't name who it was that came to my home, but I in very, uh, very good and sharp detail described what happened. And the mainstream media never once contacted me and said, hey, what was that about? Who was behind that? This is just, um, you know, they're they're so in cahoots with the swamp back in D.C., the mainstream media is. And that's why we're lucky to have independent people like you out there um, where we can get information and, and, and trust it. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of the daily detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about the daily detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 